Hello and welcome to the Student Council Podcast, an educational advice show for students and by students, where I wanted to talk about the things that I wish I knew before I went into my first year of college. This podcast was made out of my desire to learn and understand about what college is going to be like as a high school senior, and every week I ask everybody else, what do you wish that you knew before you went into your first year of college? Now my first year of college is done, and that's remarkable to think about, but it means that I can now definitively say, Here's what I knew and what I wish I knew about this first year. So I'm going to do exactly that. Here are 10 things I wish I knew before I was in college. Fun note, this is not only an audio episode of the Student Council, but a video episode as well. Hi, camera. So if you want to go check out the YouTube video of this, you can go to Student Council's YouTube channel, the Student Council podcast, and see me talk to a camera about the 10 things that I wish I knew and probably throw some clips and photos in there and things like that as well. Just a fun note if you're kind of like, you know what, I might want to see his face just for this one time. Now, on with the episode. Hi, and welcome to the Student Council Podcast on YouTube. This is really exciting. My name is Carter Dvorak. I'm a podcaster who for the last year and a half has created a college advice podcast called the Student Council, where I get to ask really, really cool people all the questions that I wanted to know before going into college and all the questions that I still have about college and academics and advice. I just finished my first year at the University of Michigan. I bet you couldn't tell. And every week I ask my guests, what do you wish you knew before you went into your first year of college? Now I realize I can ask myself these questions because I've had a year of college under my belt and I have listed out 10 things that I wish I knew before going into college. Asterisk at the University of Michigan, asterisk studying business at the Ross School of Business. Those two details aren't necessarily important, but they are colorizing my experiences and what I wish I knew. This advice does cater to everybody, regardless of where you're going to school, and I hope that you can find some of it applicable. Anyways, here we go. Number one, college is not a monolith, and that is a very, very good thing. Somehow I had it in my head that going to the University of Michigan, a school of 30,000 students, I would find that everybody would kind of be a similar vibe. I didn't exactly know what that similarity was, but going into school, I didn't really give it the space to be so big and broad and diverse as it should have been. I just found out when I got to school that that was incredibly different and not true at all. I met a wide range of so many different people, not only different people across different majors and different colleges in the university or things like that, but very, very different people within my own major, within my own class, within my own floor at school. So it's something important to think about when you're going into school that even if it's a small college, everybody is very, very different and you're not going to go to a place full of people like you for better or for worse. It was great for me to learn and gain new experiences, get pushed out of my comfort zone and meet people with backgrounds and experiences that I had never known before. Number two, you will thrive and you will struggle. These first two pieces of advice are pretty broad and pretty predictable, right? You could have said this to me and I would have been like, yeah, that tracks. But I think it's important to remind anybody that whether you're going into college thinking this is exclusively going to be grueling or this is only going to be the best years of my life, it's not going to fit well into either camps. These first two pieces of advice are just to think that college is going to be broader and more diverse than you think it's going to be. I would hope and expect that you're going to have some really, really great experiences as a first year college student. I know I had a lot of wonderful moments and memories that will last throughout the rest of my life, but there were also some tough moments. Anxiety is real. Imposter syndrome is real. Being away from home is real, especially if that's something you're unfamiliar with like it was for me. So you're going to struggle and you're going to thrive and just be present in both of those experiences and know that both of them are coming, but don't let one negate or take away from the other. 
Number three, the art scene at a college is absolutely incredible. This is something that I knew of and was kind of aware of going into school, but even then I did not know the wide breadth of the arts that was at the University of Michigan and a lot of other colleges as well. For my major, I had to take a first year creative writing course and I found a class in the comparative literature department called Great Performances. With this class, I got to go every other week or so see a great live performance on campus at the University of Michigan. These ranged from ballet shows to Wynton Marsalis to freaking Little Shop of Horrors the musical. It was an incredible course that really got me involved in the art scene and going to shows that I probably wouldn't have gone to otherwise. Because of that class, I check in a lot more on what the performances are happening and I really enjoy both seeing shows that I'm excited for, like a musical that I know and love, or stuff that I'm not necessarily aware of or haven't heard as much about. A lot of student tickets are very cheap, if not free, and I really encourage you to check that out. Also, at least at U of M, if there's a big production happening like Rent the Musical, those things will indeed sell out. So just keep your tabs if you want to go see a big show like Rent, get in on that early to get some good seats and get some cheap tickets. My other note with this, especially if you're in a college town with a pretty good or pretty big food scene, check when your community restaurant week is. If you don't know, Restaurant Week is a time where all the restaurants in the community offer tasting menus for pretty low prices or free dishes if you order other things and really try to lower their prices and get people into the restaurants in the town. There are some really, really great tasting menus that are like super cheap. I had a meal at a restaurant called Isolitas in Ann Arbor. It was a really cool Mexican place. Two people, it was 25 bucks where like each of us had a taco and an appetizer and shared a dessert. It was really, really great price for some really good food that otherwise I don't get to go to because it's not necessarily cheap for college students. I found out about Ann Arbor's restaurant week like two days before it ended and found that almost no restaurant had any open reservations or anything to make. Thankfully, I was able to get into at least one restaurant and a really lucky walk-in, but otherwise I would have a no shot at restaurant week because of how late I found out. Keep some tabs on that, especially if there's a restaurant that you want to go to, but you're not necessarily super happy with the price that they're generally offering. They might have some great discounts or tasting menus for restaurant week. Advice number four, put in the relational work. What I'm saying is that everybody at college is probably very new and looking to make a lot of friends and looking to build these connections in a new and unfamiliar area. While there is something nice about everybody being in that position, you do need to put in an element of work to kind of build and sustain these relationships. And I really in particular wanna talk about those class buddies that you have in college. These are the people that you meet in your classes themselves. That's the only point of connection that you have between the two of them. And maybe you sit next to each other and kind of smile and nod from time to time. There's really great potential for these classroom relationships to become actual good personal connections to grow and blossom over the course of the semester and make you excited to go to class because your buddy's going to sit right next to you. There are classes that I had where everybody kind of talked, but never super close. And then that final week of class, finally, everybody gelled and came together and there are these beautiful flourishing class discussions and these great chats all around and i was making connections and friendships and we were finding all these really great commonalities and then the class ended the next week it was a bit of a bummer honestly to be like finally i have this really cool class and group of people and also i'm never gonna see everybody in the same room ever again so what do you do with that then I would recommend, if possible, to just put in a little bit of relational work early. 
have some conversations with the person you're sitting next to early on in the class. Ask, are you watching any neat shows? Ask, have you done any cool projects? If you're in like a class that's around your same major, that's a little bit easier to talk about those experiences. But if it's a random course, especially if it's a random course that has some kind of theme to it, I went into sociology of music class. I did a history of superheroes and American pop culture courses. Both of those provided great baselines of conversation because the person next to you probably has some level of interest in music or some level of interest in freaking superheroes. So put in that work early and try to make those classroom friendships last beyond the semester and grow sooner rather than later so that you can be excited to come to class and not disappointed that you made all these class besties in the final day of class. Number five. Especially early on when you first move to school, but throughout the whole college experience, you really want to do three things all at the same time or when you have the capacity to do each one. That is accept yourself with where you're at, challenge yourself, and nurse yourself. Accepting yourself is saying that this is a new and frightening and transitional experience and it's okay if you need to take a rain check on plans because you're just not having that capacity for it. If you're a little bit nervous, if you're just like, I just need a night in to relax and focus on me and take some time to collect my thoughts and combat some anxieties. Totally natural, totally normal. Do not feel bad about missing a first month event if you need to do a crucial element of self-care. Challenge yourself when possible. Maybe you're a little bit down. Maybe you're not necessarily knowing that like I need to recover, but you're like, maybe I should. But also, this seems like a good group of people or a fun event or a safe event that might have the potential to nourish me or to be fun or to make some more connections. When you can, when it's in your capacity, challenge yourself a little bit to do those fun things that maybe you're not exactly excited for in the moment, but could be really fun down the line or have a really fun outcome. Always be safe. As a note of college, always be safe. Let's just say if the night's getting later and you know you're not a late night person, but you're also having fun with these people, you can give yourself a little bit of a break, accept yourself with where you are right there, and say, you know what, I'll have a couple late nights in my college career if that's not something that's normal for you. Finally, nurse yourself is a little bit more of not only accepting where you're at, whether you're challenging yourself a little bit or not, but making sure that you're very much taking care of yourself. Eat well, hydrate, sleep well. The big, important, crucial things of school that everybody kind of hammers into college students and we're all kind of like, Poof. nah. For like multiple reasons, right? You could pull an all-nighter doing a paper or pull an all-nighter doing not homework. Either way, it's just good to nurse yourself, take care of yourself, make sure that you're feeling healthy, that you're not getting sick. We're going to get to sicknesses in a minute. But just overall, take good care of yourself and make sure that that's a priority and an intention, not an afterthought and something done out of necessity. Number six, especially when you get to school, find some bits of normalcy to help ease a transition into college. I got to school and was in kind of this anxiety overload. Everything was new. But on that first night I got to school, I was in the welcome team, so I was like the earliest people on site before RAs and things. And the first night I got there, somebody else on the welcome team was somebody I knew from high school. And so we got to go and eat dinner together and walk around campus, and it was a great piece of home that I really got to enjoy that really abided that anxiety that first night of school. Still those nerves lasted for a while. And another bit of normalcy that I found that kind of helped to ground me and help ease this transition was doing this right here. More the podcasting element than the video element, but I've been doing this podcast since February of 2022, and in September I kind of taken a little hiatus to get to school, but interviewing people again, connecting with friends, and getting back into this space that I felt comfortable and familiar with and well-versed in really, really helped me in just feeling a little bit of normal. Number seven. I said we'd be getting to viruses and we're getting to viruses. The college colds and the college viruses 
are a very real thing. College and the dorms in particular offer a space where you are around students 24-7, generally with communal bathrooms and close quarters. What that just means by default is that if one person's sick, somebody else is probably going to get sick, and eventually that somebody is going to be you in that chain. It's unfortunate, but it's not the end of the world. Important, going back to that nurse yourself element, is make sure that you take care of your- Also, when you're packing, pack some good things to care for yourself when you get sick. Pack what you need and what you like when you have the cold or things like that. I'm gonna bring in my medicine box. Hold up. This is, like, I mean pack, I mean like, honest to goodness, pack stuff. This was my medicine box. This is what I had. There were band-aids in here, but there were cough drops. I'm a Halls guy, so I got Halls cough drops. I have KN95 masks. These are great for if you wanted to keep yourself safe if you were coming off of a virus, but kind of needed to go back to class a little bit, or if you had a friend who had is a little bit under the weather, but you still wanted to go hang out in a safe way, you can wear a mask. Thermometer, crucial. This helped a lot in checking in on, am I sick? Am I tired? Where does the line get drawn? When you have a fever, you kind of know that this isn't a, I'm just a little groggy anymore. Having a good thermometer to check in on yourself is a really, really nice tool to have. Also, circling back to the cough drops and basically everything else in here, you know, I brought Advil, I brought, there's toothpaste as well, I just kind of kept everything in here. Hydrogen peroxide, if you had a cut or something that, need, that you wanted to not get infected. Circling back to all this stuff is that hopefully, as you were able to see, that box isn't necessarily empty. I didn't use everything. I used some elements of it, a lot of things more than others. Advil cold and sinus was my go-to when I got sick. This is an empty box. It's just still in there, apparently. So it's good to have these things. So maybe I didn't use everything that I had in my medicine box, but not only is it for you, but if you so choose to, and if you can, it can be for the people around you and on you. Give cough drops to a buddy who's needing them, have that stuff on hand. It's just good to have a box of all the different medicines and things that you might need when you're battling viruses and in this college environment. Number eight, you have what you pack. When you come to school, you pack out the things that you need to pack and you move into your dorm. And usually at that point, you realize what you needed and what you don't need. If you're lucky, maybe you can even bring some of that stuff home already that you don't need. Here's a couple things to keep in mind as you pack before you get to school. Don't overpack. Buy what you want once you get to school. Don't buy everything ahead of time if you think you're not going to need it. That's true. We didn't do that. And I will say that I'm not upset with the fact that we didn't do that. Something that you should know about college and moving into school, especially if you're moving in at a school and wanting to buy stuff there, you're not the only one. It's going to be pretty mobbed, a lot of those Costco's and home goods and stores where you get dorm room supplies in the college town in which you're moving to, going to get real busy and real mobbed in that first week of school. How do you avoid this? One of two things. One, buy stuff ahead of time buy stuff when people aren't probably going to be buying as many college things and things won't be selling out. Coordinate with your roommates. If you're moving in with somebody else, if you have a roommate, coordinate with them and find the right balance. I'm from Michigan, the state of Michigan, about two and a half hours away from Ann Arbor where University of Michigan is. My roommate's from San Jose, California. So basically what we kind of coordinated and what we figured out was I can get stuff like the fridge and the microwave and those big things that are easier for me to buy in advance and transport to the college as opposed to having to get them during that week of school. It really helps in coordinating that where if my roommate didn't have to worry about getting these things and flying in from California, I could have that stuff set up. And when it comes to move out, 
I can take that stuff back and store it at my house and it works like that. For me in particular, we purchased that fridge and microwave. I think rentals are also a really great alternative as well at school. For us, I presume that like since I'm local, we could store it in the state. And also I'm gonna be RAing and living in the dorms another year. So all that stuff that I purchased, I'll be using again for another year of housing. And like, I'll probably have a mini fridge with me for a while in a microwave. And so it works out in that sense too, for me to have purchased those things ahead of time and have it there for when my roommate came in and when we all moved in. If there are some things that you don't know exactly what it's gonna look like at school, obviously give yourself space to buy stuff when you get there to realize stuff isn't gonna work and buy other things, totally fine. Obviously, if you wanna do things different than this, there are many, many different ways to pack and no successful perfect hit rate solution to it either. Just coordinate with your roommates and know that if you're thinking you're gonna buy a lot of things that first week you get to school, that's probably gonna be a pretty busy time. The penultimate tip, number nine, is that professors are rad. Like, I've had so many cool professors in the first year of college, and not only are they really cool and interesting and exciting to hear them talk, they want to talk to you. From what I have experienced, professors are incredibly engaged with their students and want to connect with them. Go to office hours. Even if you do it just once, that's okay. But I recommend going to office hours, whether you wanna to talk to a professor about a project or an assignment, whether you wanna ask them about their life, whether you wanna do a blend of both. Going to office hours helps you become familiar with the professor, especially if it's in a big class. If they know who you are, if they can point you out, that's a good thing for you. And it allows you to build deeper connections with faculty at U of M. You never know where that might take you. Another note is that professors don't want you to fail. Nobody is interested in you failing school and they wanna help as much as humanly possible. So again, use them as a resource, read the syllabus. They're always willing to talk, whether you're struggling, whether you're thriving. Professors just want to engage with those students and wanna see the best for everybody. We got there. Number 10, college takes time. This takes time. And it's also not a rush either. College will feel very fast. I am gonna say that now. My first year was a blur in front of my eyes. The fastest year of schooling that I've ever gone through. It's going to feel fast. That's okay. It's going to take time. Also okay. It took me probably a month and a half to two months to like begin to feel adjusted when I went to school. I went home a couple times in those first couple months of school for like various reasons. And each time I noticed the transition from going from home to college happened quicker. It happened easier and it happened faster. Don't put any pressure on any of these pieces of advice. If you didn't live up to something, if you didn't do something, if you didn't go to a professor's office hours, Cool, it's okay, don't worry about it. You don't have to do everything. You are gonna get a lot of pieces of advice and tips thrown at you when you get to school. Along with a lot of icebreakers, fun fact, tip number 11 is uh, have some icebreakers down, both answers and questions. Give yourself space, let it all take time, breathe through it and get through it that way. You don't need to rush into anything, you don't need to worry about things. There are gonna be elements of college that just take a while. You join clubs within the first couple months, but there are also times where you might not join clubs till second semester. That's fine. You're not gonna find every community you'll be a part of in your first week of school. You may not even find like a strong circle of friends until second semester or beyond. That's all okay. These things do take time and you just give yourself that time and give yourself that space. Find bits of normalcy, find bits of what you enjoyed about your time and life before college, bring that to school take care of yourself just keep these things in mind of knowing that everybody's experience is differently everybody's going to transition faster slower some people are going to have moved away from home and lived away from home prior some people aren't you just keep doing you 
you're going to be okay, and it's all going to take time. So breathe through it. I hope this helped. No pressure with anything. I'm excited. If you're a first year, if you're a senior going into your first year of college, I am so, so excited for you. That's going to be a really great experience, and I hope that you thoroughly enjoy it. I hope this advice also helped out. If you want to hear more advice from me or not from me, I've got a great resource for both of those things. It's called the Student Council Podcast. It's currently the YouTube channel or the podcast that you're listening to right now. But there are like 25, 30 episodes of me interviewing college students, college faculty, anywhere else in between about school, asking them pieces of advice, asking them what they wish they knew before they went into their first year of college and the advice they would have given themselves. So I recommend checking out the podcast or the YouTube videos. There's a couple fun vlogs too if you want to see more of like what my week was like at Michigan once or twice during the year. Those are also really fun. Anyways, thank you so much for watching and I hope you enjoyed. I will see you around. I wish you the best of luck and the best of times in all of your educational endeavors. The Student Council is adjourned. <laughs>